another thing is just you know in nine years and we've we've had multiple groups uh, communities out of our household and there's just sometimes that I'm like yeah I'm t- so tired of this I'm like not <laughs> yes. feeling it and then mm. you have a built-in man you're, you've just multiplied your chances of somebody being able to yeah. no this is good yeah. and just encouragement right and so it just balances out the highs and lows yeah Welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast, where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called A House for Community, where we provide households with personal coaching for how to build a community and turn your home into a hub for community relationships. So if you're interested in learning more about A Thousand Houses or checking out some of our other resources, visit 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, we're excited to hang out and talk a little bit about partnership in community. I'm here with my buddy Grant Dawson. Grant, thanks for hanging out with us today. This is fun. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. <laughs> so Grant's going to be hanging out in our, our course, A House for Community. He's going to help us do some coaching, and he's also going to be diving into some of these videos. And one of the reasons why I wanted you guys to meet Grant is he's got a lot of experience, relatively speaking to most people, uh, in this whole topic of building community. And so we're going to look at some of the things that they've done as a community and just kind of talk through some principles and things that Grant's learned. And so one of them is that you guys have done a lot of partnership kind of community building. So tell me a little bit about the history of that, who you guys partner with, how that yeah. works. Yeah, so we've gone all in when it comes to partnerships. Um, my best friend, one of my best friends growing up, we ended up moving in the same duplex. My family and his family, we bought a duplex together, uh, same mortgage and everything. Mm. We had talked about doing it for a long time and we said, let's actually do this. Mm. It's in Covington, Kentucky, which uh, is a an urban, like there's a lot of poverty there, a lot of brokenness. And we just wanted to be able to, the idea was, what if we could just like really love each other well and invite other people into that community of mm. love uh, and kind of be able to just show off that, you know, uh, the Bible talks about they'll know we are Christians by our mm. love for each other. And it was like, what if we could actually do that? Yeah. So a lot of it is we, if we're going to be cultivating a love like centered community, relationally centered community, then we got to first start with having strong relationships to demonstrate to people that are coming into the community. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you could do it alone, um, but it was just easier for us. We already had that built in. My parents and his parents are actually, uh, they were good friends. So there was oh. like uh, generational trust there. Yeah. And so it was just like, oh, we it, it, it is easier to be able to love each other well and have other people come into that yeah uh, and they can just watch and see what that looks like that's awesome yeah so how long have you guys been doing that like when did that start uh nine years ago nine years yeah and people <laughs> thought we were crazy yeah i mean <laughs> my parents other people were like Show are you mortgage? sure can you just get houses next to each other yeah. and it was just it was a duplex and it was like no this works this fits and 
nine years later, we still like each other. Yeah. That's a good thing. We're actually building houses out on a piece of property now. For yeah, the you guys are like, iteration. after nine years, you're doubling down <laughs> on this partnership. Yeah, and even we, uh, he had started a business, and he kept trying to get me to join the business with him. So we're not only, I finally said yes. So we don't only live together, but we also are business partners. So it's, <laughs> we're, we're, so uh, building we're community, all in. <laughs> living, business, all yes. the stuff. If if we ever have trouble with each other, it's gonna really <laughs> hurt my life. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. So I mean, and that's a big part of it. It seems like going into this with people saying, and there's gonna be cautionary because I think sometimes people m- might be like looking for a brand new friendship and yeah. go, oh, it seems like we click. Should we move in together yeah. or start a community? Like, how how would you talk to somebody who's I ha- and actually I've okay. been able to talk to people because they said, <laughs> oh, I love what we see here. Yeah. We want to do the same thing. Okay, that is a good, <laughs> it's a very good thing. Yeah. But man, we have lo- years, decades of mm. trust built in, and it's still hard. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's great, just you really would need to know the the other person or couple, family that you are partnering with before you say, yeah, let's get a duplex together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, one of the things I've noticed as I've gotten to know you guys is that you're you're really intentional about really I think I would just say it's like short accounts, uh, making sure that your relationship stays strong. And sometimes we look at this. You do when you're building community. There are advantages. There are things mm-hmm. that are going to like take less time because you have a partnering couple. But then you also have to prioritize yes. that relationship. So talk through like how have you guys done that? How have you guys yeah. made sure that relationship stays so, strong? So uh, at the beginning, first off, we were just and. Some of these things don't apply, you know, if you're not moving in together. Yeah. But they they definitely just uh, they're good principles for if you're partnering. So we were even just, hey, what are some ground rules that we want to have mm. in terms of um, just, you know, with if one of us decides to move, what's that look like in terms of the house? Um, mm. With our kids, we've had to have a lot of talks of all right, we're gonna we I think we call them circle circle talks or something where everybody would have mm. to get in the circle and just share how they were feeling, mm. um, you know, in order to be able to resolve some conflict. But for us, we get together every uh, once a week and do like a date night mm. with the other couple. And, you know, it, there's been multiple iterations of that. Sometimes it's just hanging out and mm. remembering why we like, it's just like date yeah. night with a right. marriage. Yeah. Um, and but a lot of times too, we're going to be praying together for our community, mm. and so and just discussing different things. Sometimes they're just tactical. Hey, what about childcare? What are we going to do about that? Mm. Um, as well as hey, what about so and so who's really struggling? Let's let's see how we can really minister to them. Mm. So it's it's looked like that, uh, and making sure, but we're just setting aside time to make sure we're together mm. and not just talking about ministry yeah. stuff but actually remembering why we like each other as yeah, well. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, yeah, so th- this whole idea that we need to make sure if we are beginning to really create a community where those one another's are experienced, yes. we have to have that with this partnering couple. That's a huge part of it, and that takes time. You have to have rhythms built around that. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's going to happen on accident. So what would you say, Grant, for you guys have been some of the biggest advantages? Like what what, what does it look like mm. to lead a community with another another partnering family? Yeah, there's a, man, there's so many. Mm. Um, one is just you have more gifts, you know, because yeah. there's four of us now instead yeah. of two. Um you know, Jesse, he's a worship leader, uh, mm. has a, he's much more visionary than I am. 
I'm more pastoring, and so we get the visionary and the pastor. My wife is super relational, like evangelistic, thinks everybody is her new best friend. Um, And then Jesse's wife, Emily, you know, she has a a lot of discernment. Uh, And so you just like, you get to multiply the gifts. Yeah. That's one real advantage, Hmm. because we're all so limited. Yeah. Another thing is just you know, in nine years, and we've we've had multiple groups, uh, communities out of our household, and there's just sometimes that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm t- so tired of this. I'm like not <laughs> yes. feeling it. And then mm. you have a built-in man. You're, you've just multiplied your chances of somebody being able to. Yeah. No, this is good. Yeah. And just encouragement. Right. And so it just balances out the highs and lows a yeah. little bit. That seems to be. As I've thought about the two options, um, mm-hmm. just trying to do this through a single family or two families, I think one of the biggest things is it's really hard to know how to sustain those because you don't know. There are seasons that families go through um, that are just inward seasons that mm-hmm. you just need to recover from things. or and, and it's really hard if you feel the pressure of needing to maintain the life of an entire community during those seasons yes. where, you know, there could be business struggles, there could yes. be marital strife, there could be all kinds of things. So whatever those are. And so I, I would say that's, that, that to me has always been one of the biggest advantages. Of that's, yeah, I, and I was just even really thinking more emotional highs and lows. Yeah. But you're right. Um, so Jesse and Emily, she uh, got pregnant while we were all living in, you know, the duplex together and ended up pregnant, high-risk pregnancy with mm. twins. And she was on wow. bed rest for in the hospital for four months, something crazy. I mean, it was bad. And so not only did it help, we were taking their kids Mm. uh, to school and different things. We were able to really step in. But then when it came to ministry, when it came to taking care of the group, Mm. we we were doing (laughs) 95% of it. Jesse would maybe be there here and there. But yeah, when one's down, you're able to pick each other up. Yeah, I think that's huge. So I, I think overall, and if you guys are interested in diving into a partnership, this is a big part where coaching is going to be a huge component. Yeah. I, I think that we would kind of to emphasize some of the, the big picture lessons. Be, be careful about the level of the relationship. It's yes. got to be very deep. There's got to be some history. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure that as you are entering into the relationship, you prioritize it, that you spend time with each other. Um, make sure that you, you kind of think about it. I mean, it, I think the marriage thing is a good analogy. It, it uh, is. <laughs> because you got to have those date nights, have those connection points. And if you're going to, if, if, you have to be realistic too about whether or not, as you look in the next five or 10 years, do you see a time on the horizon where your family is going to go through a major transition? Um, mm-hmm. There could be a pregnancy. You could start a business. There could be things that could be really heavy on your family that could cause that kind of inward. And what would you do? Yeah. Like, And some people, you might have a couple that's in your community that can pick up the slack. You might have, you know, might be doing this multi-generationally where there's parents oh, that, yeah. that can jump in, which, you know, that's really a great solution. But if, if you really see that coming, um, this is a great option to find another partnering family. Anything else you would say as principles that you guys have found? Uh, I think just that you, you said something about short accounts. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really important early on, and I think we knew this because we had been friends for a long time, but we knew going in, this is going to really take it up a notch or two. Mm. And so we need to be willing to be honest with yes. each other. And we, I think we set aside early, um, just maybe it was once a week, once a month, where, okay, we need to come with what is the hardest thing that's uh, you're feeling right now yeah. because of this? Yes. Like you're not allowed to have 
uh, everything's fine. That right. wasn't an option. Yeah. You had to have, this to is have the something. biggest frustration I'm feeling. Yes. Uh, and so that was hard. Yeah. At first, it was like we were doing hard work early. Yeah. Now we don't have to do that. Wow. You know, um, if we do, yeah. we'll bring it up. But like we forced ourselves to be vulnerable and honest. Uh, that was helpful. Yeah. If you find that you are conflict avoidant <laughs> and you haven't overcome that yes. in your life, that you kind of tend to walk on eggshells around people when things get hard, um, I think this is going to eventually wear you out. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to do that work. You have to be able to lean into hard conversations. I know that's one of the hardest things for me. I, I've, I've struggled a lot with that. And I've noticed as I've looked back on a lot of partnerships that, that and I like what you said about early, because I think that, that it, can be, it can be more awkward if two, three, four years into a right. partnership, you're like, Let's talk about a hard thing for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really hard on a relationship. So you have to kind of establish a pattern of we talk about the hard stuff. Yes. You know, so. And like we kind of dreaded it. You know, like yeah. we knew every time, do we, do we really, <laughs> yes. should we do this? Is it worth it? And yeah. we just found that it, it was. Man, that's huge. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Grant. So if you guys are looking at this, if this is an option, then make sure um, you spend some time uh, to just kind of writing out what you see as the kind of pros and cons. What are the challenges for you guys? when it comes to partnering, and we'd love to talk to you guys about that in the coaching. Well, friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If this teaching stirred something in you and you and your family are sensing any kind of calling or a pool to maybe go down this path in community, we'd love to be a resource to you as you explore this. So if that's you, we wanna invite you to join our coaching intensive called A House for Community where we're going to combine online content and personal coaching for you to provide you with the teaching and the tools and definitely the encouragement that you're going to need to see your home become a house for healthy kingdom relationships. For more information and to apply for this coaching intensive, go to 1kh.org slash community coaching. We'll see you guys for the next episode.